Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hello, everyone. My dear lovers, um, today is kind of a sad day. I know a lot of you are listening and like, what would you mean? Well, the 20 of you that have been listening to this podcast religiously, or the five of you. Um, <laughs> this is going to be my last episode of Worst First. I know. I'm so sorry for the 15 of you that listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Tommy's here with me. Hi. Um, yeah, I just, so we tried really hard to make this podcast blow up. And I'm so grateful for those of you that have listened every week and that write me letters and messages and thank me and say how much you love the podcast. I appreciate every single one of you. I am so grateful for all of you that have listened, those 15 people. God bless you. It's not 15. (laughs) I know, but I'm just saying like... (laughs) It you know it I worked really hard over the last year and a half. I've done over a hundred episodes, and it just didn't get the numbers that I needed it to get for it to make sense for me to continue. I was literally making like what four hundred dollars a month off of this podcast. I don't think you need to tell people that. Okay, well anyway, I was making like four hundred. <laughs> it's like nothing. So it was it wasn't enough for me to like. Booking my own gas, shooting it, having my husband crunch down the files and email them and then having to upload and like, uh, you know, everything. It was just a lot of work, um, a lot of work. And I think that I, I love doing it, but also it's like if it, it, to be my job, it needed to make sense financially and it just didn't anymore for me, sadly. So this could be considered a worst first podcast. Podcast, <laughs> literally, right? The worst first podcast was my worst first. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, full circle, beautiful. We love that here at Worst First. <laughs> um, and plus, it was so gnarly, like to watch so many shows rip the title off. I was just like, I just got. Oh yeah, so, that too. That was really exhausting. Like from Jimmy Fallon to like friends of mine that have podcasts that will remain unmentioned that did a worst first date segment that like, that's like how my podcast started. And it just like kept getting ripped off. And I just, you know, I got really, um, I got really exhausted and down from it. So I was like, you know what time to, I think in my life right now, I'm trying to follow what I have, I'm passionate about and what makes me feel good and things that no longer serve me or make me feel good. I'm not feeding into those anymore. So I'm sorry for those of you that really did enjoy the podcast and I really appreciate you. Um, so this is going to be the last episode. 
And I got my husband here, but he refuses to be on camera, but he's here. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to talk about worst first buying a house experience because it's been fucking a nightmare, like an actual nightmare. (sighs) Not to mention the housing market right now is the highest it's ever been. Um, so what had happened was we, we sold the house that we were living in, the La Messina house, and we needed somewhere to go because the other house that we bought is going to be completely torn down and redone. And so I thought, oh, I'd save my money all these years from Vine and all this money that I had just sitting in the bank, you know, accruing like no interest. I was like, well, how about I buy an investment property because I would love to get into real estate. I love decorating. I love flipping houses. How much do I watch the flipping houses shows? All the time. Literally watch flipping houses shows 24-7. HGTV. HGTV is on 24-7. I was like, (laughs) I can do that. I love design. I love, you know, this is what I'm passionate about. I love making things over and making things up. Which is, at the end of the day, it was a really smart move on your part. Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, no, you wanted to get into investment properties. Yeah. And we would have had to rent something anyway. So why not rent something that we can live in? And yeah. then when the main house is done, then you flip this, rent it, lease yeah. it, whatever. That's really smart, baby. Thanks, honey. You're so supportive. You're a smart girl. Aw, I love him. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so we were looking for houses. Um, we went to see hundreds of houses. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh my we God. went, first of all, nightmare. We went to see hundreds of houses. We would make an offer, and then we'd hear two days or a day later or even an hour later, a house that was listed for like one seven would be at two three or two five. And this happened and, to us. And multiple offers. Multiple yeah. offers. Yeah. Cash offers. Like, I don't know. I thought we were in a pandemic. I thought everyone was broke. Apparently not. Like, every house that we made an offer on got stolen from underneath of us by swooped. hundreds, swooped, by hundreds of thousands of dollars. I couldn't compete. And I wanted this to be my investment property, so I didn't want my husband to help with that, you know? And so we just, I just was like, fuck it. And we just got really downtrodden. And then finally our realtor, Emil Hartunian, shout out to him, Emil, um, who I call Emil all the time because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, he, <laughs> he found us this house and, and he was like, it's not on the market. It was just flipped. If you pay them, you know, this much over asking, you can buy this house right now. It won't even, they won't even list it. So he like hooked us up and we were like, yes, let's do it. Found this super cute house. They did a bunch of renovations, not like everything, but they did a bunch of renovations. So we're like, yes, we love it. It was right down the street from our house. We were like, perfect. Beautiful view property. Beautiful view property, pool, four bedrooms, three bathrooms, just completely redone. Awesome. So we were so excited. We were like, yes, do it. Make the offer. So we got this house. We're so excited. Um, But it was funny because when we first did a tour of the house, we were walking through the house and I looked at our realtor and I was like, I got like a weird feeling, you know, like I had a weird energy feeling and I texted our realtor afterwards and I said, hey, has anyone ever died in this house? Because I have like a very strange feeling right now. Not a bad feeling, just like a lot of energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he texted me back right away and was like, no, no, no. I just checked with the buyer. No one's ever died here. (laughs) 
So, a couple weeks later, we move in. I'm not even going to tell you yet about all the fucking problems with the house. I'm just going to tell I'm going to tell you the ghost part first. So, we move in. Our across the street neighbors who have lived here since 1967 come over, knock on the door. They have a little bottle of prosecco. They're so sweet. And they go, "Hi, welcome to the neighborhood. We're so glad to have you here." And the last people that lived here were really lovely. And we're so glad to have you guys here. And we hope we can have a friendship with you as well. And I said, well, oh, that's so nice. What happened to the last people that lived here? And she goes, oh, they didn't tell you? Tom, Tom, Tom died right here in the front room. And she points to the front room of a massive heart attack. And he was DOA, dead on arrival, died in the house, dead by the time the ambulance got here. His wife was out for a walk. And I said, what? And she said, yep. These are all, these are all the wrong sound effects. That's totally wrong. I just wanted laughter. Because <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's not funny. How is it funny? It's funny. That someone died here? Yeah, well, it's funny. And when you buy a house, they're supposed to... Um, Tell you. They're supposed to, um, what's that called, disclose. Yes, but... That there, someone died here. But he died 11 years ago. And in California, they only have to tell you if it's within the first three years. Okay, so... So, no. So, first thing... Tom's off the hook. Tom's off the hook. So, first thing I do is I contact my realtor and I go, what the fuck? And he goes, oh, well, the people that bought the house didn't know. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like, the guys who flipped it, they didn't know. I'm like, okay. Yeah, right. So then I start, like, Googling this guy, Tom. I ask for his last name. I'm not going to share it on the podcast for protection for his family. Not that he needs protection, but just, like, for privacy. But anyway, so I I think it's crazy, first of all, his name is Tom, and I'm married to Tommy. Because Tom, I feel like, isn't, like, a super common name. Yeah. You don't meet a lot of Toms. (laughs) <laughs> really you don't you're the only tom i've met other than my neighbor growing up tom brophy and that's it anyway who also coincidentally died of a heart attack really weird anyway so tom died in the front room of heart attack i start looking him up and i start finding pictures of him and he looks like a really sweet guy and the neighbors go he was amazing he was like a, a construction guy he had a really great spirit he had great energy don't worry like it's all good vibes it's not like he was murdered it's not like it was a you know tragic death yeah. i mean we're, it's tragic but it's not a happy like, ghost yeah he's a, so he, they were like don't worry his energy was really good and he was a really happy go lucky guy so i start like looking up pictures of tom they send me some pictures and i start posting pictures of him on my instagram story telling the story also because the first night that we moved in i hung john lennon lyrics on the wall and yeah in the middle of the night it came crashing down and broke and the frame broke and then like what was it like the second or third night we were sleeping and you heard someone yell hey really loud i heard hey (laughs) hey it wasn't loud but it was just like a hey and that woke you up. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And you asked me if I heard it and I didn't hear it. Yeah. I was like, is somebody here? Okay. And then we also posted this on my Instagram, but we have an automatic trash can that when you say open trash can, it opens. And we kept saying open trash can, open trash can, open trash can. And this is in the video and it would not open. And then we would say, Tom, open the trash can. And it would go. 
We were like, ah! Yeah, it was really scary. <laughs> Fuck. And it was only when we said his name. It wouldn't open it otherwise. So, yeah. super weird. But that's like the only stuff that's happened. Yeah, other than putting... Okay, well, we a, have to... A million dimmers in the house because okay, so, the fucking lights were like hospital lights. So, here's the thing. So, we move into this house and it basically was like they just did the minimum that they could. Like, they made it yeah. look really nice, but they didn't really make it nice. So, we move in and when we went for the showing, there were like, oh, wait, I'm getting sidetracked. I don't want to talk about that part yet. Okay. Okay, so I want to talk about... So, I start, part, okay. I start posting pictures of Tom on my Instagram... And then I don't even know if I told you this, but then his daughter, his sorry, his real daughter and his stepdaughter and his stepson all message me. Yeah, you told me. And they go, hi, you don't know me, but why are you posting pictures of my dad? <laughs> and then they would go, I'm his daughter or I'm his stepson or I'm his stepdaughter. And then I explained to them, they were like, oh, oh, oh. And then everyone had really nice things to say, except his stepdaughter lived in in this house with the stepson and and Tom and the wife and she writes to me and she goes oh my god I can't believe you bought that house our old house and I said oh yeah like I love it here it's so beautiful and she goes well for the sake of your family I hope that you move out and I hope that you protect yourself because you never told me that I know I have the, I'll show you the DM oh great <laughs> And she goes, and she goes, because it's on Indian burial ground and we had to have a shaman come and clean the place. And she's like, my brother and I were addicts and we were only addicts when we were in that house. And every time we would leave that house, we would get clean and sober. And every time we came back, we had addiction problems. And she told me she used to see a lady with her face burnt off. In the front, she, her and her brother were in the front two rooms, and she told me she used to see an Indian lady with her face burned off. Okay, I'll be sure to look for that. <laughs> so she tells me all this in a message, and I I'm like... I can't believe you're just now telling me I'm this. I'm only telling you because I didn't want to tell you before because you already are like heebie-jeebie because of your house in Malibu with the... Yeah. So, so Tommy lived in Malibu, and his house was actually on Indian burial ground. And what was the, was the tribe? Um, the Chumash Indians. The Chumash Indians. And so that's where all the really bad stuff happened to Tommy. That's where you and Pam had that huge fight. That's where the kid drowned in your pool. Yeah. That's where you. All, all bad. All bad things happened since you lived there. Yeah. So that house was like cursed. And so you're kind of scared of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not because I just feel like our energy is so strong and so positive that the, and this house I feel has very positive energy. I do. I don't feel any negative energy here. I would say it. Yeah. I don't feel any heavy energy. I don't feel any dark energy. I feel very light, beautiful, lovely energy. And the and I told the stepdaughter that and she goes, Oh, well, when my dad died, I my mom put his ashes all over the property and asked him to protect the house. Hmm. So it might be Tom. Thank you, Tom. Tom but anyway. Thomas. Thomas. So so that's that's what happened. But I also talked to our neighbors and they were like, No, they're they had a great time there. The mom didn't want to leave. It was beautiful, whatever. So I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, so we're living in this house. We move in. So that's like the ghost stuff, which is like I'm actually totally not even bothered by. And I don't because I don't get any bad. Like I told you, I don't get creepy vibes here. I don't get like the something's watching me vibes here, which I've gotten in other places. I don't get that here at all. Like this house has such light energy. Yeah. Anyway, 
So we move in and like when we were first looking at this house, they had it staged with TVs on like almost all the walls. They had like everything set up like, you know, you look like it's moving ready, right? So we move in, we have all of our TVs and everything ready to put up and our moving people go, oh, you don't have any TV outlets. And yeah. we're like, what do you mean? And they're like, you you can't put TV in here because they didn't run. The, they, there's they no lit, power. There's no power. When they gutted the house. And, and no cable. There was no cable. They cut the fucking cable they, off at the street. They cut the cable line at the street. So <laughs> no internet, no TV, straight pilgrimage. <laughs> For three days, they pulled wire, so, just, just wire. So we first move in, and they literally, we within three days, have to spend almost $20,000. Yeah. My husband, so sweet, love you, thank you, <laughs> took care of it for me. Guys had to come in, go inside of the walls, and stream cable to each room cable wires you know the little socket to set up a tv otherwise we would have had no tvs in this whole house no one would have been able to have it no internet yeah blasting holes in walls pulling wire from the attic from the street right when we move in tearing holes in the walls fucking running cable like it was just insane and then the lights we noticed were on stunt. Like I'm talking like this bright of a light, like a hospital light. When you go to a hospital and the lights are bright and that's like it. Where you can pick your face. You can literally just sit there and pick your face, which I do do. The lights had no chill. So it was like you either turn the lights on and have serious hospital lighting or you turn them off and have no lights. And, and it was just like and no light in between. Candles. And light candles. So we were like, what? Like we've never seen a light that doesn't have a dimmer. Like it was just kind of crazy. Um, so we literally had to replace all the lighting because the lighting fixtures that they used were just stunned. They weren't, they didn't have any, they didn't have any chill. So you had to replace them with lights that could be dimmable. So there's another $11,000 to redo all the lighting in the house. It just was like, it's just like crazy how much money doors painted. Like we literally have already improved this place exponentially. I mean, we put, you've helped me put so much into it. Um, and yep. so, yeah, so We're now it's finally getting livable. And then this week our air conditioner breaks. Mm. So, which is, uh, I think tomorrow starts a massive heat wave here in California. Oh, that's great. So I fucking hope he shows up tomorrow. Yeah. He was supposed to show up today, but he got hurt on another job. Yeah. Whatever. So he's been here twice already, but our air conditioner, we literally move in. They go, Oh yeah, everything's brand new. Like you should have no problem. The air conditioner guy shows up and he goes, this is not a brand new unit. This is like several years old. And then he goes, yeah, I'll do what I can. And then now it just doesn't work, period. Yeah, it just he, stopped working. He put like new free on. Yeah. It, charged it. The system. Yeah. And, and then it worked for maybe, I don't about know. Five seconds. Yeah, that's about <laughs> and it. And then it died. So we're literally <laughs> sitting here. Tommy's in a tank top with his nipples out. I would have my nipples out, but we're on Instagram. And it's hot. It's how many degrees is it? Fucking, it's 80. It's 87, I think, in here. Yeah. It's hot. And I have the dog sitting on me. I'm surprised they're not panting. <laughs> like, it's fucking hot. I'm, I'm surprised they're, they're not I'm panting not panting because they're dead. I'm dead. <laughs> no. Look at, oh, no, Nina's alive. Teeny's dead. Don't say that. <laughs> So then we move in, and then 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 more comes. So then the neighbor goes. By the way, there's a lot of coyotes, like 
more than usual, like walking up and down the street. I mean, there's always coyotes in the hills over here. There's always coyotes in Woodland Hills, Calabasas. But she's like, there's a lot. So you need to do something to protect your yard. And so our yard is kind of like it's the pool and then this great view. And then it goes down a hill. And then there's like this kind of fence at the bottom. But it wasn't very high. (laughs) So one day I go to Home Depot and buy like a couple yards of barbed fencing wire, chicken wire. And I go down the hill, I fucking fall, I like scrape, cut my head open, like I'm like break, I'm like hurting myself, stringing up this fucking barbed chicken wire by myself at the bottom of the hill, like suicide mission, like just trying to, and then I ran out, and so there was still part of the fence that was like kind of high that I felt like they could still jump over. So then I started just breaking twigs and sticking them up in the fence so they were just sticking up like this. So I'm like, oh, because if the coyote then like jumps, it'll like impale the coyote. Yeah, spikes. Spikes. I made like I was cavewoman status. I was like, ooga booga, ran out of, ran out of chicken wire. Gotta use, gotta use stick. Me make stick. And I like crack them and I like stuck them up in the fence so they were all like this. So it's pretty they, gnarly. I wouldn't. It looked crazy. I, I wouldn't climb over it. No, it looks crazy. And like our neighbors like are probably like, what is wrong with this girl? Like downstairs they could see me like ah, breaking sticks and like I'm sweating and just like my mustache is sweating. It was just so gnarly. So funny. And then Teeny goes down the hill all the time and she's literally as big as like my thumb. So it's like we just pray to God that like it's enough to keep the coyotes out. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, I, I pull. Oh, and don't forget to mention, there's mad construction happening oh, yeah. right next door. So it's so fucking hot in here, we have to leave the windows open and fucking 7.45 in the morning. Fuck! Dude. It's so gnarly, you guys. Dude. It's like... I'm like literally I'm like, every day and they don't give these guys any days off. No, like they, they work straight through the weekend. Like these guys like worked on yeah. it. They worked on like Independence Day. Like yeah. they don't even care. Yeah, they they did Memorial Day. They did Memorial Day. They did fucking Saturdays, Sundays. Saturday, Sunday. Like matter. they get no days off these guys. Like this guy, somebody bought the house next door and they're trying to flip it, which I'm so glad because it's like improving the neighborhood, whatever. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's spot. It's gonna be great, but, but fuck. I wanna these. fucking <laughs> like load my gun. Fuck. It's really bad. Like it's so loud, and I, and they do start at like seven thirty in the morning. Oh yeah. So we're just like sweaty and just like laying in our beds and like just na- It's just nasty. Yeah. Today, guys pulled up at seven forty five with a big flat bed with a shitload of bricks, <laughs> and here comes the fucking uh, what do you call this? A forklift? <laughs> just driving them up, and I was like, dude, it was so loud. It was so God. loud. I got earplugs, but then I get scared because I'm like, I don't know. I like to be able to hear things, but anyway, we got, we installed a security system. So we just already threw so much money into this place. It's been kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's been nuts guys. Oh, so like, should I say about how I've hired like 10 handymen to do oh shit my and it's God. been like yes. a fucking nightmare? No, you have to. Okay. You guys this don't will, ever. This, this may help. Other people out there that are looking for like, oh, I just want to put some shelves up. Do or, not use the app Handy. Don't ever use it. It is the worst app. Okay, the people on there, I don't know where they get them from, but it is fucking terrible. Okay, jacks of all trades, masters of none. Dude. Okay, first of all, I order some furniture off of Wayfair, which is another place. Don't order furniture from fucking Wayfair because fuck Wayfair. They everything that they sent had either been dented, broken, or I had to order parts for because they were missing, and or completely assemble. Like you have, it came in which, a million pieces. Yeah. Nothing had came completely assembled, which you or I could never do. Never. I mean, we're the two of us and are, we're, and we're pretty good. I mean, I'm handy, but like not handy with a hundred pieces. Like I'm talking, yeah, I'm not even talking IKEA hard. I'm talking like you need to build every aspect of a little tiny nightstand. Like the nightstands that we got came in literally one hundred pieces. Yeah. No good. No good. And also looked like wood, was made out of fiberboard, just like really shitty, and the prices were too expensive. I suggest Howl's Howl's app. Oh, yeah. That's H- actually a H- good one. H-O-U-Z. H-O-U-Z-Z. Yeah, that's it. So that one, you can actually make a selection that says already assembled so that you can get furniture that's already assembled. Yeah. Or use living spaces because they come 
unbox the furniture, take the boxes away and put it together for you. And you don't have to pay extra or anything. They just do it for you. And I think Ashley Furniture does that too. Anyway, so never use Wayfair. They suck. Handy sucks. So anyway, we get all this furniture. We literally get all this furniture. We have nowhere to put our clothes or anything like that. I need to have the furniture put together. The first couple times Handy booked someone, they didn't show up. I'm talking like three different occasions where I was like, okay, they're like, someone's going to be there tomorrow. I wait the whole day. No one shows up. They're like, okay, yeah, sorry about that. Someone will be there in two days. Wait the whole day. No one shows up. Third time. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. Someone's going to be there. And then they sh- the guy shows up and he goes, oh, I can't build it. I don't know how. Okay. So then we have to call again. Can you send someone who can build this? Okay, yeah. They send someone. We finally get like two things built. And then he goes, oh, I got to go to another job. I can't build the, the third thing. So we're like, oh, my God. So then we got to wait another two weeks till they can find someone else competent enough who can build this furniture. Then we get a shelf for the garage. And I said it's a, two bi- it's a big shelf. No, the, the unit. Remember the big unit that we had put in? Oh, yeah. The big storage yeah, cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a storage cabinet for the garage to be built into the garage. We, we get handy. Again, comes with Wayfair. So we're going to they send someone to build it. And he goes, yeah, I can't build this because I'm not getting paid enough to build it. And I can't build it by myself. Leaves. I call the company. I tell them, you need to have this, you know, built with, there needs to be two guys. Because one guy can't do it. They go, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll send two guys. They send one guy. The other guy doesn't show up because he's sick. I'm just telling you. <laughs> it's been hell. It's been hell. Okay. Oh Getting anything done has been hell. Then I order the shelves for the garage. Okay. So the storage cabinet finally gets built. Whatever. Okay. Then I order shelves for the garage. And it was fucked up, by the way. Anyway, I order shelves for the garage. We hire Handy again. Because I don't know, we just haven't taken enough L's from Handy. <laughs> just like at this point, I just want to get beaten to death by Handy. Be the builder. Be the, so <laughs> this guy comes and he goes, okay, yeah, I'll hang the shelves for you. He hangs them into the drywall. We start putting things on the shelves. And I'm not even talking about heavy shit. I'm talking about empty suitcases, some blankets. Couple like moving blankets. Couple moving blankets and like. Some like Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations that are not heavy, like paper. No, paper nothing. decorations. Literally, we go inside and we hear. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Both of them come ripping down. Oh, my God. They good ripped. Thing, good thing. Your, my you know, car would your normally be in there. And beautiful they, Mercedes. They crashed all over where my car would be and they would have fucking destroyed it. Like they would have crashed oh, sure. through my car, broke the windshield. Yeah. These are heavy shelves. Like I got like industrial, you know, shelves that you restaurants buy that put all their food and stuff on, you yeah. know. Yeah. So they fall out of the wall. They rip out of the wall. The wall's destroyed. Like there's gaping holes in the wall. So then I have to hire that guy and he goes, okay, I can fix it. He comes back. He puts drywall back. He makes it all look nice again. He goes, I got it. I'm going to put it in the studs this time. I got wood. I'm going to put wood blocks in and then we're going to put the, you know, the shelves on top of the wood blocks. It'll stay. It'll be in the studs, right? So he comes. He has a stud finder. (laughs) And... He's finding the studs, apparently. Puts the nails in the wall. The screws. Screws. Yep. And, the sh- and the wood puts the shelves up. Yay, everything. We're happy. He puts everything on the shelves. Yay, we're so happy. Again. Fuck. Literally less than 24 hours later, 
The shelves have ripped out of the wall. Yeah. Even bigger holes this time. Yeah. This the the wood blocks are broken. The shelves are almost broken. Everything's broken. He, out, yeah. Fallen on the floor. He didn't use. He missed the studs. Yeah. He missed the studs. A and B. He didn't use screws long enough to even get through the, the wood block. The, the two by four uh, wood, wood block, block that he put in there, and then in through the drywall, to, and then in, hit the, the studs. Stud. Yeah. So he like <laughs> got it into the the screw was this much into the drywall. So yeah. it was like, of course, it didn't hold. So it was, was a like, nightmare. What is happening? Yeah. So we, this is what. Bless you. <laughs> that was actually a nice one. It's usually like, ah! <laughs> It's usually so. I, love you. I usually sneeze. Like, I just made that cute on purpose. <laughs> I'm cute. <laughs> I made it cute on purpose. Normally, I'm like, <laughs> so gnarly. <laughs> yeah, I get scared. Oh my God, it was so bad. Okay. So this is what we've been dealing with. It's a lot. It's been a lot, you guys. And I know we like sound like complainers or whatever, but like you don't understand. Like it has been, and this is me paying hundreds of dollars, by the way, like lots of money. Every time someone comes, I give them $200 for a couple hours work. And then I don't get it back because I'm nice and I don't go, oh, the job didn't work out. You should pay me back. Like, I just let them have the money because I'm just like, oh, like I always feel bad for people. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. It broke and fell. Like, don't worry about it. And then we had to get our front doors painted. They were brown. The rest of the house is black and white. So I. Oh, my (laughs) God. Here we go. Fucking graffiti artists. Get those spray cans. Oh, my God. So I hire these guys that are front door painters. Like, yeah, we do it all the time. We specifically do doors, whatever. I'm like, okay, great. I'll give you $400 to do my front doors, paint them. They were just plain wood, so you didn't need to fucking sand them or anything. They had no coat on them of anything, so you could just paint them. That's all they needed to do was be painted, right? So these guys show up, and they take the doors off, and they're out front, and they have these tables set up, and my husband hears... I go looking out the fucking window and I'm like, babe, babe, you are not going to fucking believe this. They're using spray cans. Like spray paint. Yeah, spray paint. paint. Our doors. Not a spray gun. Not spray guns that people use to paint houses and doors. They're using an actual just spray paint can. Yeah. Like some Banksy shit. And I, I used to do that for a living. I know. Before, before music. Guys, Tommy like, was a house painter. Yeah. That's you, how he made money. You do not use spray cans. I know. I on, knew that. On doors. And then they came back a second time. Okay, wait. Now we don't even okay. skip it. So they okay. finished spray painting the doors. I go out there. They're patchy as fuck. Like, I'm like, you should have just put an obey sign on the doors because it just looks like, a, like it looks like a graffiti art. Like, it looks terrible. It's yeah. all patchy. And they go, oh, no, no, like when it dries, it'll be even. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. So my husband goes, that's not true. Don't let them put the doors back on. And I was like, well, we have to let them put the doors back on. It's like 6 o'clock at night. We're going to have no doors, you know? So they put the doors back on. They forget to screw in, like, some of the screws. It was a fucking nightmare. They put the lock upside down. Yeah. (laughs) To lock it, you usually, like, turn it to the right for the deadbolt. Um, Somehow... They put it in backwards, so you go to the left. Guys, I can't handle this anymore. I'm like, 
I'm going to kill people. And I gave them $400. Like, I just was like, okay, here. Like, I thought it was going to be done. The next day we wake up and my husband's like, come look at the doors. Yeah. And uh, uh, what what is like three, maybe four cans of spray paint? Let's. I paid them separately for the spray paint nope. on top of the $400. Uh, I know. It was like 24 bucks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like tw- maybe not, 43 bucks. That's not how you do that. Anyway, it was yeah. horrible. I take pictures of it. I text it to the guy and he's like, oh, I'm on another job for like two weeks. So I can't come back for a while. So then a couple of whatever time passes and finally he comes back and you talk to them and said, you need to use paint with a a primer. Yeah. And and like roll the paint on on. or or use a fucking proper like an airless sprayer. Because they came with more spray paint. I went out there and they were fucking spray painting again. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> fuck. It was so fucked up. We all, it, shh, it, yeah. you hear this? I'm like, I could have hired fucking <laughs> Timothy down the street who does fucking gang art to do my doors yeah. if I wanted that. They're like, okay, oh, okay, Mr. Tommy, uh, <laughs> we're going to go to uh, Home Depot and we're going to get proper roller and paint. Yeah. I was like. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. It was fucked up, you guys. So finally, <sighs> they ended up having to stay till like eight o'clock at night, but they got it done. The doors actually do look really nice. Yeah. They, now that they finally did it right, put actual paint on there and not, mm. you know, misted it. Yeah. With spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been crazy. Like it's literally been fucking crazy around here. I it, mean, it just it just goes to show you that, um, like carpentry painting, uh, you know, construction. It's really hard to find... Good help. Good workers that actually take pride in their job. And they're not just coming here to grab a couple hundred bucks and bounce. No, and that's the thing. Like, we just... Also, I had custom awnings made for the front of the house. Really pretty black and white awnings that are, like, New Orleans style. Really gorgeous. And with like wrought, wrought iron bars. And I couldn't, I was, Tommy, you said to me, you have to hire someone who does awnings because you're yes. not, someone's going to fuck this up. Don't, don't do a handyman. No. Get I'm a, done with handymen. Get the awning company. So I actually called a contractor and was like, listen, I know it's going to cost me a fucking arm and an asshole, but I need these awnings done right. And he actually sent me a guy who does awnings, but it took how long for that guy to finally show up? Like a week and a half before yeah. they could actually get him here. He showed up. We had him for the day. He did the awnings. He did a beautiful job and killed it. We'll see how long they last. Oh, after, no. He after, did a great after job. After we get some fucking 50, 60 mile an hour winds up here. He did a great job. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> he, he, he worked with an awning company for years. He killed it. Um, and yeah, so it's just been like crazy, you guys. I mean, we've literally been like a nightmare. And then on top of that, the new house. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. So we buy this house. My husband buys this amazing house in Brentwood. I'm sure you guys have seen it all over the news because they did like a big article on it. It's like a tropical oasis. I mean, half of the property is like Japanese house. And then the other half is like a lake. And it has rocks and waterfalls and palm trees and Japanese tea houses and koi, over 200 koi fish. Yeah. In this pond. It's going to be amazing. So my husband hires this company to completely gut it and refinish it. But in the meantime, 
we had to get the new owners, the previous owners out. Okay. So they sell us the house there. They asked to rent back for a little bit. It was fine, whatever. Yeah, and then they, month. and then they move out and then we go to the house and there's no trash cans. There's no water. There's no, what elect, there was no electricity at one point. No, the electricity was on, but, Always but, on. but no water, no water. So these beautiful gardens are suffering, suffering because they and didn't the, pay their water bill. Yeah. They left those balances. They left a balance after you paid a fuck ton of money for this house. Yeah. These people left with a balance on their water bill. So the water company turned the water off, which is no bueno. Which is no bueno when you have for the garden or for the koi or fish. Or for the koi fish. And <laughs> the and the gar fuck. and the gardeners and the uh the koi guy, the fish guy, haven't yeah. been paid either. Yeah. So you're taking care of everything right now. Yeah. But it was crazy because then you called the water company, you go, Hey, okay, I need the water on, so I'll pay their balance and they go, Oh, we can't let you do that because you don't have their account number. Yeah. So they just fucking won't do it. They just won't turn the water. And you're like, no, I will pay their balance. They're like, no. So it's been exactly one week with no water. and In fucking California where it's hot as fuck. Yeah. And thank God my koi guy uh, brought over a, like a sump pump to move water and also add air and uh, aerator. Yeah, so the, so the fish don't they're die. not gonna die. There's a fucking hundred thousand dollars worth of fish fucking in fish in there. Yeah, and they and they didn't care. The previous owners were like, "Ah, we got our money. We're out of here." Yeah, so so fucked up. Fuck you guys. Um, never a dull moment. It's really just never been a dull moment around here. No, I mean, I can't think what else has been happening. Like, and I get, you know, nothing good comes, comes easy. Comes easy. So, yeah. well, I came pretty easily to you. That's true. <laughs> That's true. By the way, today is our four-year anniversary. Yay! Yay! Yay, poopy! I love you. Not crickets. I love you. Hey! No (laughs) crickets! Yeah, that's more like it. It's our four-year anniversary, you guys. Um, What was I wearing when I... not our wedding anniversary. Not our wedding anniversary. When we first, when met. We first met. This yeah. is the day we first met four years ago. It was Gay Pride, which is so fitting for Tommy. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> when we first Stop met. It. Okay, you guys, by the way, I was so fucked up when we first met because I was like just so, I was so broken from like another relationship that I was in. And I was just like, I need I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was just I've been single for like maybe a year. And I was like my first like kind of date. Like, I mean, I got on a couple dates with a couple guys, but I was like not really dating. I was kind of just like whatever. And so it was pride. And so I was like, well, what am I going to wear? And then, of course, like my demented brain is like, wear a giant clown wig. Because that's the colors of pride. Yeah, the rainbow. That's attractive. (laughs) So literally my husband's first fucking experience of me is me. In a giant fucking clown afro. Like, hello. Taps me on the shoulder. I look around and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realized it's, that's her. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, hi. And I had a giant clown afro on. Yeah. And I looked fucking stupid as fuck. But I was just like, I don't know. I don't know why you liked me. 
Why'd you like me? Just because you're fucking crazy. I am crazy and funny. I was, it was like, funny. no, nobody else would wear that. <laughs> and you had like cut off shorts that were like too high. Way too short. Well, short and like. And no underwear on. High waisted. Yeah. yeah. Part of your pussy was <laughs> dangling out. Um, But you look beautiful. You like my vagina though. I love it. It's a dangly vagina, but it's nice. It's pretty. Pom, 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 pom. Right? Arby's. We got the beef. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. These days you can't go anywhere on the internet without running into the most horrible takes. You know, your good old-fashioned homophobes or your self-proclaimed alpha males who are writing two-page articles titled How to Score the Perfect Female in 10 Days. If you are just as sick of these outdated takes as we are, you will love our podcast, Outspoken, hosted by me, Sam Collins, and my incredible partner, Shannon. We are an LGBT couple who have seen it all, been called it all, and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hellbent news we come across on the internet. So come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now. But it's not like nasty looking. It's not like a crumply one. It's like just like I just have lips. It's beautiful. It has wings. <laughs> it's like a flower. <laughs> it has wings. It has wings. Okay, but tell everyone why those vaginas are so much better than like, what do you, you do that from a regular vagina? Yeah. There's nothing worse than like a... Mm. I like to use the analogy of a peach uh-huh. that just has like a slit. Yeah. And there's no, there's no, like, there's nothing fun to play with. Yeah. It's just flat. And boring. And just a slit. Yeah. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, he hates those. No, I like. You like stuff. Yeah, I like stuff. Yeah. I like to. So girls that have like meaty vaginas, keep that shit. Oh, yeah. Do not do the, the fucking... The Mona Lisa vaginal therapy or surgery or what whatever is that, it when is. They, like, remove their they lips? They cut your lips off. That is the dumbest they shit. They carterize the ends so it just looks like that little peach vagina, like a 12-year-old. Like that is the dumbest shit you could ever do. So many girls do it. Yeah, and... and some, I don't know why. Some, some guys don't like it. They're like, oh, what is all this down here? Yeah, because they I feel don't. like I'm sucking a dick. <laughs> That's why you like it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy that girls will actually go out of their way to get it like so like Completely sewed off, shaved or cut off. Or shut off, lasered off. Like doctor, that doctor that I had here, Doctor Cohen, Doctor Robert Cohen, he showed me some of like the surgery, like obviously not the actual photos, but like just some of the surgeries that he's done. And in there was vaginoplasties where 
the girls had a little something, something, and they wanted it gone, and they wanted it to look like that little... Which is crazy, because that would be like a guy going like, can you make my dick, like, smaller? Yeah, and chop my nuts off. Yeah, like, just, can I just get, like, a slit? I know, I feel like the more, the more there is, the more fun. Yeah, it's more to play with. And doesn't that feel better on your, on your wiener? Fuck yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like a catcher's mitt. (laughs) I'm killing myself. It's like, well, like a, just a giant pair of lips sucking your dick. Exactly. Do you like having sex better or getting your dick sucked? I like both. The same? Yeah. Same amount? Yeah. Okay. Does it feel different? Mm, No, because your lips are kind of like a pussy. (laughs) I love you. Only bigger. I love you. I love you too, honey. Uh, Guys, I'm so lucky I met my best friend. I I was telling him that the other day. It's just so crazy to, like, find someone that you love, you're attracted to, and you love hanging out with. It's, like, it just doesn't get any better than that. Like, they're hot. They're your best friend. You love fucking them. You love doing everything together. Like, how do you beat that? You don't. Like, you just don't. That's called you win. It's called you win. Yeah. And not a lot of people have that. Like, they usually are like, either the girl's really hot and they're like, oh, yeah, she's really hot. And, like, that's all it is. Yeah. Or she, uh, she, like, hot, but she's stupid. Yeah. And not funny. Yeah. And a bitch. <laughs> and, like, you just don't vibe. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just so hard to find someone that checks all the boxes. And you I'm have just, everything, honey. And so do you. I, I know. Love, I love us. I know. We have like the perfect little family, our little wiener dogs. It's great. We're so, I'm so glad. So, so we're going to do more work to this house and hopefully in a year when the other house is done, we're going to list this one and I'll let you guys know. And I'm going to post the before and after pictures after we're out of here and show you guys everything we did to it. We're going to be doing a lot more crazy stuff to it. So I'll post that stuff. And I really want to, this is like my passion. I really want to get into interior design. Like I want to be able to help people flip their, their, their houses or just like help people, you know, make their houses pretty. Cause you don't need a lot of money to make your house look nice. You really don't. Like if you have like a basic house and some furniture, like you can usually refurbish the furniture or paint it or paint walls or reorganize. Like you don't need a lot to do, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's it's the, <clears throat> it's like the home automation stuff is really important for it to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, you press one button and all the lights go on like chill. Yeah. And when you want to go to bed, you don't have to go walking around for fucking 20 minutes turning off every fucking light switch you just hit all off yeah good night but i'm talking about even just making a house look good like it doesn't take much i drive by houses that are like pieces of shit yeah and i'm like oh that needs this this and this and it would be fucking amazing like i know like i can just see that so easily yeah that's true you see it all all the time on tv where they'll do a hundred and twenty thousand dollar remodel which yeah. which does a whole lot yeah and then they'll know? sell the house for like you know unlike me oh adding God. adding five million to a remodel it's gonna be insane though it's like kind of crazy yeah high tech. i mean that's like insane high tech it's a lot of money honey yeah 
Does that feel weird to be someone that lived in an apartment with roaches and now you're like, oh, I can spend $5 million on a house? You mean 10. Or whatever, 10. Yeah. yeah. Still crazy. Yeah, but fuck. You get what you pay for. Do you ever forget like what it was like living with the roaches? No, I think about it all the time. Did they crawl on you when you were sleeping? No. They just crawled up the walls. Ew. No. Would you wake up and see them on the walls? Yeah, I'd be sitting on the couch and be like, what the fuck? Ew. And we'd get out hairspray and just <laughs> and a lighter and be like, <laughs> and just, just torch them. Yeah. And just make lighter marks on the wall? Yeah, they'd be black on the walls from the, you know, the fire. That's so disgusting. I think they yeah. put that in the dirt. Yeah. You guys just lived with that. Yeah. We had to do what we had to do. So gnarly. <laughs> when did you get your like first big paycheck where you were like, I can actually move out of this shithole apartment and buy a house? Um, I've got mm, second tour with Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah, we started making bank. And then you, you did you go from that apartment to a house? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where did you buy your first house? Was that the one? The the tutor? Yeah. That was your first house? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a funny story. Tommy went to look at the house, and the lady was such a fucking bitch. Fucking cunt. She looked at him with his tattoos and crazy hair and She's clothes. Like, can I help you? <laughs> Actually, no. Yeah, and she was so rude to you and acted like you couldn't afford it, and then you you bought the house next door. Oh, yeah, bought, yeah, bought the house next door, and I, I had to go back. Uh, over to her mm-hmm. they were still trying to sell that house and I'm like hey by the way I just bought <clears throat> I just bought that two million dollar house next door so you can fucking suck it and she was like oh my yeah she was fucking horrified <laughs> she's like oh my god yeah don't judge people by their don't judge a book by its cover yeah. ever I mean even, we've already all learned even that if lesson. it has tattoos yeah and it, smells, <laughs> and it smells weird and is dirty. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy because you have all this money, but you like still don't shower. <laughs> I know. I'm going to get one tonight. Uh, you I'll, are? Yeah, well, I'm going to take a bath with the dogs. Oh, my God. He's like Howard Hughes. I don't know if you guys ever seen The Aviator, but it's like you hate leaving the house. Yep. You hate showering. Yep. You hate being around people. Which is so funny because you used to be like this outgoing party guy. Yeah, but. uh, But now you just like to stay at home with me and the dogs. Yeah, I'm just over it. You're over it. I'm so lucky that I got you at this point in your life because I wouldn't have been able to handle you. Oh, no, there's no way. I would have hated you. No, we wouldn't have worked out. You would have been like, let's go do cocaine off of a hooker's asshole. Yeah. And I would have been like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You were crazy. I know. But now you're like really mellow. Yeah. I just want to stay home. I know, and I love that, and I love staying home. Just too peopley outside. It is very peopley. And especially with the pandemic, I just feel like it's even more of a reason to avoid people. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I'm digging this. Yeah, I I kind of don't want it to end. (laughs) If if everyone could just stay six feet away. Forever. Like forever. I'd be so happy. I know. It's kind of crazy because everyone's starting to hang out again. I keep getting invited to parties and I'm like, no. No. 
I can't go. No. I'm not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I like, I kind of haven't gotten vaccinated because I don't want to go out. Yeah. So I can just say I'm not vaccinated and I don't have to go. Yeah. And if we never leave here, what are the chances we're going to get the virus? And anytime anyone comes over, we wear a mask and we're always yeah. washing our hands and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So we just don't like, it's good, a good excuse for us still. <laughs> were you looking for this? Yes. And the crowd and, goes and wild. And I'm just like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all, but I'm very paranoid. And I I just am scared. Like, I'm just scared of it. You know? And I know they've said they've been researching it for years and that, like, you know, it's been tested on a bunch of, you know, people for 10 years and all that. And Well, remember? You saw the lady at... Um, right Aid. What do I call that place? Wrong, Wrong Aid. Wrong Aid who came running in. Just fucking her entire like, arm, was arm was swollen fucking red and as red fuck. and it was like this big and she was like a tiny lady and she ran in while we were in line at Rite Aid yeah in line we're like what is and that and she runs in she goes she's freaking out she's like oh my god oh my god look at my arm and her arm like she's a small woman was like this big with a big red like oval on it and they go, the lady behind the counter goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? She goes, you guys gave me the vaccine yesterday and now my arm is blown up and red. And they, she goes, you got to go to the hospital. And she goes, but you guys gave it to me. She goes, I know, you got to go to the hospital. And we were like, oh my God. Like, it was just kind of scary. Like, yeah. Mm, let's just wait. It's weird. And then a couple people that I know, and I'm not trying to say don't get the vaccine. Obviously, get the vaccine if you if you want to go out and fucking hang out with people, get the vaccine. Yeah, if you're, you're going to be home and you're not socialites. Do, if you're not going to do anything, you're going to stay home and wear your mask, stay home, and wear your mask. Don't get the vaccine. But if you're going to be a fucking social butterfly and go fucking talk to everybody when you want to wear a mask, get the fucking vaccine anyway. So there's a couple other people that I know have gotten it. One of my girlfriends got a really bad allergic reaction and went to the hospital and had to get an EpiPen. And she's not, she can't get the second dose because she blew up and couldn't breathe. My friend Kimmy. And so, and so, and then another friend of mine who's like young and healthy was sick in bed for two weeks after the second dose and feels like she has never gotten her energy back after the second dose still. So I'm just like, not saying don't get it, but you need to weigh your options here. Like, do you want to go out and be with people? You want to go do things, then get it. Yep. If you feel you, like you can still stay home and wait a little longer to see if something better comes down the line or something safer, or they change it a little bit so you don't get as sick or affected by it, then yep. wait. But, and also, I was talking to my doctor, and he goes, yeah, I mean, it's great. Get it. It's only going to last for about a year, and you're going to have to get it again. So that's why like, I'm just waiting to, to I have to do something. Or until they have a vaccine that's like... Literally one shot, boom. Well, they did. Johnson and Johnson, it was dangerous. Caused blood clots. Oh, great. (laughs) It was too powerful. I know. We shouldn't even be talking about this because people are going to be like, ah, you guys are anti-vax. Yeah. (laughs) Just on Facebook talking about us being anti, but I'm not. I get it. it. I think you should get it. Fuck all you If you want to party, get it. If you can chill at home and not infect anyone, then don't and stay home. You know, that's what you have to do. You have to take responsibility either way. Anyways, this is the last podcast. I don't want to end on a low note. Is there anything that we should say just to like 
sign off. Like, I'm going to miss you guys. I loved you. I know there was like quite a few of you that really enjoyed the podcast, you know, a handful that would write to me every week and tell me how much you loved it. And it was so weird because I would get your messages and like I would get, you know, same time I'd be getting emails from my producers going, your show's not doing good enough numbers. Like we need more numbers, you, you know, get you higher rates and blah, 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 blah. Maybe like it's only doing 20,000 downloads, which to me I feel like is a lot, but I don't know. I'm not like a podcast person. And you read all the comments. I do. Which is cool. Because well, I like to like, enga- I like to well, respond to people. No, no, no uh, that's awesome because probably most people don't. I don't think of people as fans. I think of them as friends. Yeah. No, it's cool yeah. that you do that. Yeah. Um, but it's also. Um, Detrimental. But no, but like, honestly, it was more just like my producers just being so hard on me and being like, and like they didn't book me guests. They didn't like, they got ads for me, which yeah, was you great. Literally but like, I did everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. They uploaded to YouTube for me and that's it. And like, we had to film it. We had to book the guests. I had to coordinate schedules. I had to get the talent. I had to get them over here. I had to get the setup. I had to like fucking beat send it. the files. Like it was just like a lot every week for me to be stressed out about. And I just it's not worth it for me anymore. And I know you guys are with me on that, like being true to your authentic self. And if something's not serving you anymore, more than don't do it if it brings you no joy say good, bye boy goodbye <laughs> if yeah. it brings you no joy say bye boy yeah yeah exactly so that's what we're doing now 2021 we're only following our true hearts desires and you should tell your fans you're not you're not dying no i'm you're, on tiktok <laughs> yeah and, and, i love tiktok and, i'm on tiktok and you're 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 just making your next move yeah no nope, they'll see you soon making my next move we're gonna try to figure out what that is yeah i want to do something with redoing houses that's like what i really want to do that's my passion maybe, or an, an acting maybe be i want to do more acting hgtv roles. soon hey with your own show with my own work boots on <laughs> It's called Britney's Boots, the new show on HGTV. Anyway, this has been really fun. I love all of you so, so much. Thank you so much for all the support and love that you've given me over this last year and a half. Um, I've had so many good laughs with you, and all the podcasts are going to be up on you know, YouTube still. So if you, if you miss anything or didn't get to see earlier episodes, just go back and start from the beginning. It's really fun. I mean, it was really fun. I've had great guests. They're I mean, all, they're all up there. I, they're all up there. I've had literally like everyone from like George Lopez, Bill Burr, Machine Gun Kelly, Dave Navarro, like Brandon Boyd from Incubus. Like I've had huge guests. And moi. And my husband, Nikki Six. Like I've had amazing people, people yeah. and they really are, did such a great job telling their stories and so, yeah, and sharing everything. So yeah, see, you want to say bye? They're all up there. They're still living. Nina the Weena. Everyone's always like, I can't believe Nina's still alive. She's only six. <laughs> Why does everyone say that? Why did they say that? I don't know. So say bye. It was nice to have you. We love you. We love you guys so much. And I, you can always keep up with me on Instagram. And I'll try to come up with another show idea. And in the meantime, just go back and watch Other Worse first if you're bored, if you want to start from the beginning. And that's it. I love you all. And thank you for being here with me. Bye-bye, honey. Plant your corn early. Yay! Don't stand up in a canoe. (laughs) Oh, is this your advice? Yeah. And don't let your meat loaf. (laughs) Okay, on that note, I love you guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
for being a part of Worst First. Be well. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.